0: This is Temple Talk Radio with Steve Temple from Pinnacle Investment Advisors. You need a financial strategy that accounts for challenges like market volatility and inflation, and that also adequately prepares you for retirement. The purpose of Temple Talk Radio is to address common financial concerns, provide helpful strategies, and offer ways you may be able to achieve your financial goals. And now, here's Temple Talk Radio. Hey, good
1: morning, Miami Valley. Hey, welcome back to today's segment on Temple Talk Radio. We're going to be talking about a subject that we've been speaking on several times this year because it's important, folks. Leave no Social Security unturned. That's our topic today. You know, it's not uncommon for clients to reach out to our firm with many Social Security concerns, given how essential Social Security income is so much of retirees uh, income portion so during this episode we're going to be taking a look at various steps you may able to take to ensure that your monthly social security is as large as possible but before i jump into that today once again so honored to have my co-host on the show with me today mr tony shore i've already noticed he's already looking at caribbean cruise options Which means winter is right around the corner.
2: (laughs) That's not true. (laughs) No, I'm actually not a cruise guy. Uh, I'm not not big on cruises. I took one once, but... uh, but I would probably be looking at uh, places to stay in Key West. That's that's where I would yeah, like to spend t- my winters. I, but if
1: your wife wanted to go on a cruise, guess who's going on a cruise,
2: right? Yeah, I am. Yeah, <laughs> I get that. That's true. Yeah. That's true. But uh, the best way to make it through the cold winter, the long winters uh, in my neck of the woods where I'm from up in Minnesota is to get out of Dodge uh, for uh, around the middle of January. January and February are the tough months as far as cold. But I I like the topic you have uh, for us today, leave no social security stone unturned. That's That's a good one. That's right. And it's always good when we can talk about social security because it's constantly changing. People constantly have questions about it. And especially for those listeners out there who have yet to file for Social Security. Yes. Maybe you're still well in your working years. You might only be 40 or 50, but you need to figure out how you're going to plan for Social Security in retirement, and that is huge. And we probably have a number of listeners who are getting close, so th- they need to pay close attention today, right, Steve?
1: They do, Tony. And, you know, we just did an event uh, last week, and we've got another one coming up uh, next month in uh, Beaver Creek. We we touched on Social Security uh, you know, in a, much of our event. And here's why, because it, it comes down to something, two simple concepts. How much is your check going to be and how long are you going to receive those checks? And in all that complexity, we've got to figure out when is the best claiming strategy. And so Tony, we're, you know, we're we're going to talk about that today because we've got some great resources that helps consumers figure this out. So they're not just guessing and hope it works out, you know, So we're going to be actually referencing a U.S. News and World Report article, Six Reasons You're Getting a Smaller Social Security Check, which I think it does a nice job of answering some of the most common questions. You know, for those that do, uh, you know, they're concerned about Social Security uh, because claiming the benefit is a common reason that some people find themselves receiving less than they anticipated. So I said a minute ago. It's about filing, the right filing strategy, can make a huge difference. We're talking thousands of hundreds of thousands of dollars in one's lifetime. So we already know at age 62, that's the earliest you can file. But you know, you're going to lock in a smaller amount, 25% reduction for the rest of your life. And we, you know, the, the thing we're going to talk about today is the full retirement age, age 66. And this is kind of our, our synopsis of our discussion today. For people born between 1950 and 1967, then you're you know, full retirement age is age 66. So, you know, your benefit will be at its highest peak. Yeah, if you wait and file till 70. You know, that is the oldest agent. But, Tony, remember, this is so important. A lot of other advisors tell people, well, file at 70. You can get the maximum Social Security benefit. But now, wait a minute. It all comes down to how much is your check? How long are you going to get those checks? And if, you're, if you don't have the, the the genes, the DNA for longevity, and your health is not that great, it may not make sense to file until H-70. So we want to very carefully work with people. It's a very important decision. And I think today's topic is going to help get some of those answers.
2: Well, I hope so. I think it will. And it's important that we look at this. Um, People wonder, how can I maximize my social security or get the most out of it since I've been paying into it most of my life? And I can think a few better reasons to work closely with somebody like yourself, uh, other than filing Social Security. It's important, Um, you wanna file at an age that makes the most sense for your personal situation. Exactly, you know,
1: and some people do get caught off guard by the size of their Social Security payment, Tony, because they neglected to factor in, you know, those earnings uh, that change. Remember, your Social Security payment is calculated using the 35 highest earning years of your career. So if you work fewer than 35 years, you've got some non-working years that count as zeros, right? Those zeros are then included in your average lifetime income, which does drive down the the monthly amount you would receive as far as your payment. So when you review your estimated future benefit, the number you see assumes you keep earning income at your current level until you retire. But if you stop working, or your salary goes down your monthly benefit is likely to drop as well of course that means if your income increases beyond your estimated future benefits then your your income is going to get larger i remember my, my father uh <laughs> many years ago he uh he was an engineer he worked in a test flight center down in tellahoma and then one of the reasons that he took the job to go to work for nasa and he went out to california and he said something to me. Then I didn't make any sense to me. He said, "Yeah, I'm out here now because I'm earning higher income, and that's going to increase my social security that I would receive when I retire." So imagine that. That was how many years ago? It was a long time ago, and my dad was already thinking about that stuff.
2: Yeah, well, and that's that's interesting, and it's it, uh, you have to think about this ahead of time, don't you?
1: Yes, sir. Yes, yeah. sir.
2: Yeah, and I I think that's great. Well. And you've told us previously that, hey, if you're in your early 60s and enjoy your job, you're making a good salary, uh, there's real benefit, at least in terms of Social Security, uh, to working into your late 60s or even till age 70, if you enjoy what you do. Right? Yeah, if
1: you enjoy what you do, Tony, that that's absolutely right. And it's, in fact, I had a, had a gentleman in the office yesterday. And we we're talking about that very subject. You know, he uh, he uh, he's a veteran. He loves veterans. And he, he talked about just helping out, uh, you know, escorting veterans to and from the, the VA hospital, whatever. And he thought it was a volunteer job, right? And he was going to you know, sign up for it as a volunteer. And then they called and said, well, wait You know, this is a paid gig. And he's like, well, I, I, don't, I thought it was a volunteer. I don't know. I want to get paid and take money from. And what I told him, I said, hey, what better way you're doing something you have a passion for. And you've got the time to do it. Now you're going to get paid for it. So why not? So, but you know, something else we want to talk about too, Tony, is, is and we touched on this too, is that the Medicare part B premiums, they're automatically deducted from your total social security payment. Okay. So in 2023, the standard Medicare part B premium is $164.90. Okay. Though it does tick up a little bit higher if your income is larger, but here's an interesting wrinkle. If your Medicare premium goes up, which does happen sometimes, it won't lower your Social Security recipient's monthly payment if they, you know, have already filed. But higher earners, you may see a decrease. So in 2023, people receiving Social Security who have additional higher income greater than $97,000 or $194,000 for married couples filing jointly, well, you're going to see your Medicare part premium potentially increase and that is going to reduce your Social Security payment
2: okay so so you just talked about medicare part d does that also apply to part d well i'm going to answer
1: that tony and kind of sort of answer so let me explain you know social security recipients may choose to have their medicare part d premium taken out of their social security payment but medicare part d premiums are determined by your income so the more you make the more you're going to pay for this particular you know prescription drug drug coverage and it's it's calculated on a sliding scale as well so additionally the plan you join may affect the size of your medicare part d premium and now here's the kind of sort of part because medicare part b part d premiums aren't automatically taken out of your social security payment like part b premiums are so rather you can request that your part d drug plan make the deduction on your behalf you know maybe out of your your checking account So, accordingly to the article, most people like to have it, Just it's just convenient to have it taken out of their Social Security check, but just be aware that Part D benefits come with also late enrollment penalties as well, so keep that in mind.
2: Yeah, yeah, and you don't, yeah, you don't want to do that. You have to be aware of the enrollment period. That's right. Yeah, and right now, we're under the annual election period, they call it, AEP or open enrollment for Medicare that lasts until December 7th. That's so right. now is the time if you're going to want to make a change to your Medicare. And, uh, but we're talking about Social Security today, and you have a unique tool that addresses questions and concerns that people often have about Social Security. Isn't that right?
1: Well, Tony, we do. And I think we've even talked about this in previous shows. And I think you might remember, Tony, if you got a married filing joint couple, there is 20 thousand possible calculations of when is their best claiming strategy so it's it's complicated Uh, so we do help figure this out and we've got great tools we've got a great team we have experts on our team that do nothing but specialize in social security so we have a program called harnessing the power of social security I also refer to it as social security maximization which you know has the goal of making sure you're receiving as much of your social security income as possible and it takes into account age, you know, longevity, other incomes that you may have coming in. So one part of the program is we also have a guide to Social Security manual that addresses some of the high-level things about the program that are so important, so that you can then fully understand before filing. So we, Tony, we've got a great tool, and the folks that are listening today, you know, we'll make the offer later, Tony, but they need to get hold of us before they, you know, make that decision and let us help run this report for them, and it's going to take away a lot of the mystery.
2: Well, yeah, and you have the Social Security Maximization Report, and that is so helpful. Why don't we let our listeners know right now, Steve, how they can get a hold of that? Folks, just give give me a call,
1: 937-667-6500, or, again, a lot of people like to use the Internet. Go to pinnacleinvestmentadvisors.com, There's even some information on there on Social Security. There's also a link to our calendar. So you can either schedule a 15-minute call. If you want to come in and see us one-on-one, you've got the ability to schedule that at your convenience. So PinnacleInvestmentAdvisors.com, Tony.
2: All right, sounds good. And uh, this has been a great show so far, Steve. Uh, We're talking today about what steps you can take to ensure that your monthly Social Security payment is as large as possible. And you get the most out of it long term over the course of your retirement. Now, in the first segment, you talked about filing early, changing earnings and withholdings for Medicare Parts B and D. What do you have for us next? Well, you
1: know, something I want to just insert here, Tony, Uh, (laughs) FDR, which made this announcement regarding Social Security, said one thing that Social Security would never be. You remember what the what the answer is? Social Security would never be what, Tony? tax tax okay
2: yeah when social security was enacted they said we're never going to tax it yeah
1: they're never going to tax it well guess what that changed okay mary we, we joked about this in previous show you got death and taxes but we also know things are going to change well there's yeah. one of them so again uh the same article uh goes on to talk about taxes okay so uh and it's the six reasons you're getting a smaller social security check uh so those with income sources, in addition to Social Security, like retirement account, you know, withdrawals, you've got pensions, you may have rental income, that all gets thrown in the bucket together, and it, it could end up costing more uh, taxes on your Social Security. So um, and here's an example, like uh, recipients, individual, okay, if you make less than $25,000, then you're not going to be worried about any of your, uh, your Social Security being sub-taxation. For married couples, that number is 32000 Now, anything above that, this is where, and again, there's there's brackets, 50% of your Social Security, even as high as 85% of it, can be wound back up, and you'll see it back on your tax return. So how's that for a promise that would never be taxed?
2: Yeah, well, uh, there you go. And the tax (laughs) implications of Social Security certainly seemed like a good reason, again, to work with uh, financial professionals like yourself because you need to plan for that. And a lot of people don't realize their social security can be taxed.
1: Yes. And, and, you know, Tony, just in our workshop we did last week, we showed the, the audience filing strategy a versus optimizing b what the difference is between the value of their ira being spent down and how much tax they were going to pay as a result may it was a quarter of a million dollar difference in 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 net worth that they were going to forfeit by not making the right strategy
2: yeah yeah and that that's huge so what do you want to look at next regarding social security? Well, I
1: think finally, you know, after you know, we you know, working on receiving your benefits is another way, you know, we talked about that. But those who begin receiving benefits before full retirement age and they also want to continue working can have a percentage of their social security withheld. So here it is. If you're younger than full retirement age, the IRS deducts one dollar from your Social Security payment for every $2 you earn. Above this year, it's $21,420. So, you know, a lot of people say, well, I'm going to go ahead and file for benefits early. You know, I want to get it because all kinds of reasons they give. Social Security is going to be bankrupt. I want to start receiving it now. Well, guess what? If you're still working and you make more than $21,420, you could, you know, again, for every $2 you earn, you're going to lose a dollar of benefits. So beginning in the month, you reach full retirement age then the rule changes. You can have unlimited income uh, without even worrying about forfeiting your benefits. So it's very important, folks, that, that we pay attention to some of these rules because, once again, it can be very costly.
2: Well, yes, yeah, Stephen. my opinion, uh, avoiding the scenario you spelled out for us may be another good reason to wait until at least your full retirement age before filing for Social Security, right? You don't want to leave Uh, tens of thousands of dollars on the table well and
1: that's correct too tony and something else we've got to you know kind of potentially take a look at and here's here's another question can one collect an ex-spouse's social security benefit okay that's another top or tip in this uh, u.s news and world report so this is something gets overlooked quite often but the reality of it is it's perfectly legal so this post-divorce strategy is a win-win because it allows an ex-spouse to potentially receive a larger benefit. So, so, my point. What if the spouse was a stay-at-home mom? You know, didn't didn't have a lot of those high-earning years. She could file for a spousal benefit, which be would be greater than what she would have received on her own benefit. And it does not affect her ex-spouse's Social Security payment in any way. So, the calculation again. This is where, in terms of the calculation, Tony, we can't emphasize enough. Get with a, a financial advisor that it's well informed about these strategies, so they can help you figure out the rules on what would be the best way to go about receiving the best benefit.
2: Yeah, and uh, you know, obviously ex-spouse uh, people don't understand right. how that works, but you can't get both amounts, can you?
1: No, you just you, you pick the greater of, and and again, we've seen I've seen situations, Tony. Again, this uh, this tool. This uh, harnessing the power of Social Security, it even reveals. Well, maybe maybe the spouse would file for spousal benefits for the first five, six, seven years, while their benefit is you know deferring, uh, and and increasing each year, and then they in turn turn back around and file for their benefits. So it's a, again, it's very complicated, but we help we help take the complexity out of it, and figure out what is the right filing strategy for that individual or that couple.
2: Yeah, yeah, so there's no double-dipping then.
1: No double-dipping, that's
2: correct. All right, so what kind of information does a person need to have in order to file for Social Security using their ex-spouse's work history?
1: Well, you simply have to have your ex-spouse's name and their birthday and the location and date of the marriage, okay, and then how it ended. That's it, you know. Uh, So your ex-spouse won't be notified if you're, you know, working on – I'm um, following this claim and strategy using the work history, and if you've got all the necessary documentation, Tony, the process only takes about a half an hour to complete. Okay. Okay.
2: Well, and I'm sure the fact that your ex-spouse won't be notified <laughs> that you're using their work history for your own Social Security is important to a lot of people.
1: Well, it is because again, the people, it's about confidentiality, Tony, and. That, that's that's important that, that people are doing things and working on the strategies that can help them improve their situation, without feeling like they're imposing on somebody else. So once again, you know this harnessing the power of Social Security, it's it's just an amazing tool that that breaks this down and it takes a lot of the confusion, a lot of the stress from you know making these right decisions. So. And again, I know how essential, you know, social security is in retirement. It's a major component for most people, most Americans. It's a big piece of their overall retirement. So again, getting it right is so important. And it could, like I said earlier, it could mean thousands, even maybe hundreds of thousands of dollars in one's lifetime.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And that's huge. I mean, wow. Uh, It could make that much difference over the lifetime of benefits. So you really need to pay attention, right? Yes, absolutely. And so how can our listeners get a hold of you to get that Social Security Maximization Report run based on their personal situation to see where their sweet spot might be? Tony,
1: give us a call, 937-FOLKS-667-6500. Call the office, talk to any member of our team, and we'll get the information to you that we need in order to help get that report. Go to the website, pinnacleinvestmentadvisors.com, right on the main page is a calendar link schedule a 15-minute call or better yet schedule a time to get together one-on-one and let us help you figure this out
2: all right well what's next Uh, i know you have more information about social security for us
1: well you know throughout the whole show today we've mentioned that you know you delay filing until you're 70 is an effective way to to permanently increase your income but it begs the question how can i get financially. How can I get by financially until I'm 70? Right. So it, it, and I refer to this like a seesaw that if you take social security early, then you defer taking money out of your nest egg. But if you take social security later, then there's the seesaw, then you're going to have to take money out of your nest egg, uh, earlier. And there is the fine tipping point. And guess what? We help figure it out, folks. What is the right timing in order to get the, the maximum benefit. So, for example, if you, de- if you defer, you're taking your benefits, then you're going to be tapping into your 401ks and your IRAs and be using that for an income source until you begin collecting Social Security. But we also just mentioned, you know, in those early years, again, take just the essentials, right? Don't, don't be going out and buying new boats and new cars and motorhomes because that it could have a long-term effect on your overall strategy. So, you, you don't want to dilute your overall buying power in those latter years. And again, Tony, here's the key, folks. Whether it's me or another advisor, find someone that is well-versed in this topic and don't do this alone. Let them help you figure out what your cash reserves should be, which strategy which should you start taking money out of. Tony, you mentioned this in a few shows a few weeks ago. It's like a vending machine uh, pulling a lever. There's certain accounts that it's more beneficial to take money out of those first than it would be the other. So we're, we also help figure that out as well. Because there, there's potential tax benefits, but how you access those sources of income can have a substantial benefit on the overall nest egg in your lifetime.
2: Well, I would imagine uh, it would, and that's huge. Uh, again, it just uh, illustrates how important it is to work with somebody like yourself, and clearly there are strategies available to those who want to wait until they're 70 to begin collecting Social Security. I'm sure that's welcome news for some of our listeners out there.
1: Well, I tell you it is, and here, here's another, just an idea, folks. And here's this word that gets a lot of negative play, an annuity. And I, I just had a situation here where uh, a client took some of his nest egg, you know, lumped some of it, and he went and bought an annuity, or purchase an annuity, because that's going to give him the income stream he needs from now till the time he files for Social Security. And he did that intentionally because he's worried about the market volatility, up or down, whatever it's going to do. He doesn't want to be stuck in that uh, emotional roller coaster. So you know what he did? He took a lump sum, went and got an annuity that gave him a structured payout for that period of time. It's it's giving him exactly what he needs for his income what a great strategy because there's no stress there he doesn't have to worry about what the markets are doing now he's got his income he needs until he decides to take social security uh in i think four to five years great option for him
2: yeah yeah that's huge obviously so uh, what about uh, continuing to work up until you're 70
1: well you know it lists as one of the solid options especially if you're in good health yeah and you enjoy your career why stop right Right. Yeah. Uh, really. Why stop? You working beyond, perhaps even well beyond age sixty five, can help you maintain your preferred lifestyle. And if you if you love what you do and it's not stressful, why not just go ahead and keep working? Because again, you're in your peak earning years, and you know you can still obviously you got your free time, you take your vacations, so why not continue doing that, Tony? And, and a lot of folks are doing that, or or better yet, they may downshift a little bit. Uh, and they're now more control over timing where they don't work full time, they're still making great income, but they're now choosing the hours they want to work and then they've got their freedom to go do the other things the rest of the time. You know something else, Tony, you're downsizing is yet another way that you'll be able to, to wait until you're age seventy to begin so you know taking social security. A lot of empty nesters have four and five bedroom homes. Well they've decided they don't need that large mansion anymore. They, they downsize into something that's a lot more suiting and comfortable for them. And therefore, again, again that frees up some cash flow possibly that uh, by selling that home at a higher value, buying something smaller, they now have an additional equity to go put aside. And that also helps their, their long-term uh, sustainability as far as their income for a lifetime
2: wow well this has been a great show that's another great point steve but we're out of time give that (laughs) phone number and contact information one more time before we go
1: 937 folks 667-6500 again again steve temple 937-667-6500
2: all right well listeners that does it for today's episode of temple talk radio with our host
0: steve temple Thank you for joining us for Temple Talk Radio. Don't head into retirement without a strategy that addresses both income and taxes. For more information, please contact Steve Temple at Pinnacle Investment Advisors at 937-667-6500 or visit templetalkradio.com. Join us again soon for another episode of Temple Talk Radio. Advisory services are offered through Pinnacle Investment Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Ohio. Insurance products and services are offered through Temple Financial Solution, an affiliated company.